0: Get ready to hear the truth about
1: America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So a new report came out about the 2020 election. Um, None of it's surprising. It appears what we call them, Joe, shenanigans. There may have been shenanigans. Uh, (laughs) Shocker. Shenanigans. Um, yeah, there may have been shenanigans in 2020. I'm going to talk to you about that. I've got some, uh, a, a, a video piece by Kelly Ward out there in Arizona. Also, uh, it's now crystal clear that the, uh, liberal media tried to suppress the Hunter Biden story. I mean, we know that that's not breaking news at the beginning of the show, but I've got a clip by a guy by the name of, what is his name? Jack Maxey, who apparently got a look at the Hunter laptop folks that this thing is going to. This is a bake your bagels moment. All right. Stay tuned. Big show today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino show. Let's get right to it. Also, uh, HHS is now supporting and Javier Baccaria is <laughs> now supporting genital mutilation. No surprise there. Laugh over Baccaria because his name is Becerra. Joe Biden calls him Javier Baccaria. However, weird <laughs> how that keeps happening. And and, and the, uh, the defense secretary, Joe, is the general guy. His name is Lloyd Austin, Joe. Lloyd Austin. He's got a name. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry US Survival Rifle. All right, Joe, let's go. Here we go, my yes. man. Yeah, I know. Joe worked hard this morning. He had a lot of material for the yeah, show. So buddy. let's open up with the we haven't talked about the 2020 election in a while. Um, we haven't seen a lot of new information. There is new information out now. So we are going to bring it to you because it, again, is an eyeball opener. It makes you say, huh, sounds kind of like shenanigans to me. Washington Examiner uh, report covers it. The um, I, I, you know what? I'll get to the Examiner report in a second. Let me let Kelly Ward who is a uh, pretty conservative Republican, runs the GOP out there in Arizona, Dr. Kelly Ward. Here she is describing what happened in Maricopa County with this new report released by, I believe, Mark Burnovich, the AG's office yesterday. Folks, this sounds super suspicious to me. She makes a comparison between Pima and Maricopa County and the uh, number of rejected uh, ballots. You listen to this and tell me that the math works out. Check this out.
2: Get this. Between 100,000 and 200,000 were transported without a proper chain of custody. The report points out problems with Maricopa County's signature verification of early and absentee ballots. What a surprise! Over the past three election cycles, since Democrat Adrian Fontes took over as county recorder, the number of early ballots rejected because of missing or mismatched signatures has steadily trended down. In 2020, Maricopa County only rejected 587 ballots for mismatched signatures out of 1,908,067 ballots. As a comparison, Pima County, which received 428,681 ballots, according to the AG's report, that is 1,479,386 fewer early and absentee ballots than Maricopa, rejected 572, nearly the same number. It doesn't seem right. And we all know. It is a right.
1: Now, it's obvious at this point that this is the reason the libs and the media and all the panic porn people on the left who want to create a forest fire over the 2020 election conversation. Oh, Yo, you're not allowed to say that we're going to get a fired and can you keep going with that because I will talk about whatever the I want. You understand when I want to talk about it, how I want to talk about it. There's nothing you can do. Nothing. Zero. Matter of fact, the more you tell us to stop talking about 2020, I double and triple down every time. Matter of fact, sometimes if I don't even want to talk about a 2020 story, you tell me not to talk about it. I'll look for one to talk about just to piss you off because your panic tells me you want to hide something. Now, because I'm not a fake news journalist, I will always give you both sides. Maricopa County officials are saying you know, to be expected, of course, this is a nothing burgers, no new information here, whether the information this is what really ticks me off, fellas, whether the information is new or not is irrelevant. Is the information valid and does the information indicate that it's worthy of investigation? That's all that matters. Right. I can't even imagine saying like, hey, I saw Joe Armacus rob a bank and Joe going, that's old news. Hey. I robbed it three years ago. Come on. The hell's wrong with you, Bongino? Move on. No. Yeah. (laughs) Move on.org. Right. Uh. Exactly. Good point. You audience members get the joke. Washington Examiner story is referencing just a moment ago. Paul Bedard. It's in my newsletter. Please read it. Bongino.com slash newsletter is where you go to subscribe. It's free. Read this article because Kelly Ward, that's a longer video. In the interest of time, I just gave you what I think were the, the boldest nuggets about it. Here's some other key findings in the report. Presented to Senate President Karen Pham. Number one, Maricopa officials were not cooperative with his demands for information. Maricopa is denying that, but that's what the allegations are on both sides. Point number two, in many cases, election officials were given less than five seconds to verify voter signatures on file with ballots filed early. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that would be a problem. Because if you're saying, oh, my gosh, you can't point to one single case where we didn't verify a voter signature. And then on the other hand, you're saying, yeah, but we were given five seconds to do it. Kind of sounds like you're fudging the numbers a little bit, if you know what I mean. Five seconds. What are you, some kind of like uh, Pawn Stars handwriting uh, signature now? You ever see Pawn Stars when it's like, hey, this was signed by uh, Ted Williams. And the guy comes in. and they, have you ever seen a segment where he comes in and in five seconds, he goes, yeah, that's Ted Williams. Have you ever seen that? And and that's for an autograph for a baseball star, not for an election. No, they call for an expert. They call for, thank you. Thank you. It doesn't take them five seconds. Right. Another point, the number of ballots nullified because of problems dropped, even though those filed ballots is nearly doubled. That's kind of weird. A little asymmetrical there, right? Sounds like kind of shenanigans to me, huh? There were multiple violations and how about 20% of ballots and drop boxes were handled and delivered to election offices. All right. And then some $8 million in outside funds and grants were used in the vote count, now illegal under a recently passed law. Notably, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg and his wife funded more than half of that. Sounds kind of like shenanigans to me. Now, folks, we will continue to look into this. As I've said from the start, is this conclusive, hardcore proof that we can use to overturn the election? I don't know. I don't tell you what I don't know. Is it clearly untoward and something worth investigating? You're damn right it is. And it explains, obviously, why the left and the panic poured media like, oh, you can't talk about the 2020 election. We will talk about what we want on our timeline, when we want, and how we want. Do you understand? Do you understand? You're still making allegations the 2020 election was stolen by a fake pee tape. You can shut your mouth. You see that chair in the corner? You can go sit in it. It's actually in the other room now. You could go sit in that chair. Put your ass in it. Not interested in your opinion. Even Here's how much I care about your opinion on a scale of 1 to 10. A big fat egg, a goose egg. Read the story. It's in my newsletter today. Listen, it's now crystal clear beyond the potential shenanigans in the election vote count, Arizona and some other states, Pennsylvania, where it's clear there's some constitutional problems with how they conducted the election. That's clear as day. That is absolutely clear. It's also clear they interfered in the 2020 election, the liberals, the media, big tech and a bunch of interest groups on the left. We know that. How? Well, in 2016, they pumped up a fake story about Donald Trump colluding with the Russians that was totally phony, that had no authenticity to it whatsoever. Yet in 2020, there was a very real, genuine story about Hunter Hunter Biden's very real laptop signed for by Hunter Biden, turned over by Hunter Biden, with Hunter uh, Hunter Biden's address and Hunter Biden's phone number on the receipt. And the media made that story go away. We already know that. They work with big tech to crush the biggest political scandal of our time. The president of the United States potentially involved in an international influencing scandal with the Chinese communist party, you know, the big guy scandal. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's an angle to this story. I do not want you to let go. Catherine Herridge used to work at Fox. She is a really good reporter. She's very talented. Um, for some reason, she's over at CBS. I'm not knocking her for it, but I'm stunned because CBS had to know they were getting someone who does Actual, you know what I'm saying, Joe? Like she actually does reporting. Yeah. Well, Dad, it's CBS News. That's the point. Like it's CBS. They don't do reporting. Right. It's CBS News. Like they're not inter They're interested in liberal opinion, which Harridge doesn't do. She does reporting. So why they hired Catherine Harridge is bizarre because she's an actual reporter, right? So Catherine Heridge has been getting these mind blowing segments on CBS News. I say mind blowing because I can't believe the CBS News staff is allowing her to air this stuff. Here's Catherine on CBS News talking about how this whole Biden family scandal, don't just focus on Hunter. That's the worst part of it, I think, by far, outside of the fact that Joe Biden's involved, obviously. But Joe Biden's brother, old Jimbo there, Jimbo got a problem, too. This aired on CBS News, which is, again, shocking to me, a report about Jim Biden. Check this out.
3: CBS News has learned that more than 150 transactions involving either Hunter or James Biden's global business affairs were flagged as concerning by U.S. banks for further review. Some of those concerns included large wire transfers. This is uh, where way it is. After a nearly three-year investigation, Republican Senator Chuck Grassley told CBS News he believes the president's younger brother James was instrumental in Hunter Biden's Chinese business ventures.
0: I think James Biden was very much a part of this.
3: James Biden has worked as an entrepreneur and recently in the healthcare industry.
0: We will focus on James Biden, the president's brother.
3: This week, this Grassley released bank S3. records indicating James Biden's company, the Lion Hall Group, was paid directly by a Chinese financed consulting firm. These records come directly from the banks, no third party.
0: You're absolutely right.
3: In our interview, Grassley did not allege the Bidens broke the law, but he said it's concerning that both Hunter and James Biden were promised retainers for their China work totaling $165,000 a month in 2017 after Joe Biden left the vice presidency.
0: We have people with the Biden name dealing with Chinese business people that have a relationship through the Communist Party. I think it's very concerning.
1: Uh, I think it's very concerning, too, Senator Grassley. I think you're... Uh... Analysis there is spot on. I'll tell you what's more concerning, about that. Number one, I'm just shocked this aired on CBS News. Aren't you? I mean, CBS News, this has never been known as a serious journalism outlet. They must be like right now, gosh, can we review that heritage contract? My gosh, we didn't expect to hire an actual journalist. What are we going to do now? By the way, she'll go after anyone on either party. She's an actual journalist. Like, that's what they do. But this is stunning. And if they made the decision knowingly, then you know what? Good for them. But the part about this I find really troubling, and again, I'm not sure anything is ever going to happen. The DOJ is corrupted. Merrick Garland is totally corrupted. So they'll probably shut this thing down before anything gets serious. But I want you to pay very close attention to a key part of that. I don't know if you guys caught it. These are official bank records. These are not third-party records. This is a point-to-point transfer from members of the people who are thought to be precision matters. Thought to be associated with the Chinese Communist Party directly to bank accounts controlled by entities he's a part of. There's no third party here. Why does that matter? It's not like the bank gave the money to Guy and Guy gave it to Jim Biden. And later on, we have to worry about Guy's credibility. You get what I'm saying? Like you put Guy on the stand and then the defense is like, uh, Guy, uh, we heard of you had a problem watching too many Star Wars movies. It says to us that you have a credibility issue. You think Rogue One's a great movie. And all of a sudden the jury's like, well, did Guy really give the money to Jim Biden? He thinks Rogue One's a good movie. That's a problem. There's no third party. These are official certified bank records. Jim Biden's little crew there got the money from the entities in China. They're saying there's no third party. There's no credibility issue. It's a big problem. Think this through, man. You know, having spent 10 plus years investigating financial crimes, these are really important things. Chain of custody is important, as we just saw with the voter story. The ballots and and, uh, and a corrupted chain of custody, potentially. But chain of custody with money, you get one weak link and they can call into question the credibility. They can say, oh, Gee never gave Jim Biden money. He's just lying. Not the case here, folks. One of those links has been excised and cut out. Bank to Jim. Bank to Jim. That's a big problem. James Biden, don't leave that angle out. All right, here's the, I should have played this first. This is, Joe heard it, Gee heard it. Jim heard it from the uh, radio show. They're like, "What in Hades is this?" So there's this guy, Jack Maxey, the Daily Mail. Hot tip: Daily Mail interviewed Jack Maxey. Uh, alleges that he has a copy of the Hunter Biden laptop. Now he says, "Listen, man, I, I want you to listen to this. If-, if what he's saying is true about his recovery of deleted images." then folks, I'm telling you, we may have just scratched the surface of the Biden family scandal. What we know is out there may be a small percentage of a percentage of what is actually out there, and what is actually out there may be far, far, far worse. Check this out.
0: My guys were so good, and one of them particularly said, I feel like there's more there, Jack. Can, can I look? I said, sure. Yeah. All I know how to do is turn on my computer. I, that's about it. And he started searching. First thing we found were 4,000 little microscopic thumbnails of erased pictures. Uh, those pictures were uh, brought up. We can see them all. Then I'm sitting there. I've been on the phone, as you can imagine, all week. And he says, my God, I just found another 20 gigabytes of this and that and this and that. And ultimately, we found 450 gigabytes of what Hunter thought was erased material. Now, some of it was duplicate, but amongst those things were 80,000 images and videos. And when my tech guy first started looking at them, it was very uncomfortable. Many of them were young girls for some reason, sending pictures to Hunter with their tongues out. And I said, you've got to stop. You have to stop. If he meant to erase these pictures, I was feeling there could be a high likelihood that there was something that no man or woman with a soul would want to see. And, and then I would be instantly obligated to go to the Swiss police. And I wanted to make sure before that eventuality had to come to pass that we had archived all the other material. Now, since then, we found thousands and thousands of PDFs we didn't know about. We believe that we've been able to scrape all the attachments. Um, we keep finding more and more things.
1: Uh, what? Now, not to be um a buzzkill on this thing, but unlike the hack media, I can't say that enough. I refuse to be one of these idiots. The greatest insult you can ever uh, hoist upon my back is calling me a journalist. I will may have to physically assault you if that's just kidding. These are allegations. We haven't seen the material yet. Okay? But they're very serious allegations. And sooner or later, Jack Maxey, if he's telling the truth, is going to have to buck up, right? Now, Jack Maxey just said that there's 450 gigs of material. you have any idea how much material that is? Oh! Yeah, yes, Joe has more computer experience than me, but I can tell you having asked Paul about it, it's quite a bit. Um, including alleged images of young girls with their tongues out at Hunter Biden that disturbed him and his team so much, apparently they shut it down. (sighs) Folks, what else is in that laptop? And what's the real question now? Real question is, who else has that material? Do the Russians have it? Chinese Communist Party have it? Why is Hunter hiding away in Malibu? Does he know what's coming? Folks, the fact that Donald Trump was impeached over a legitimate phone call trying to seek information about U.S. government people engaged in corrupt activities in Ukraine, and he was impeached over that, while the individuals involved in the corrupt behavior in Ukraine and potentially trafficking in pictures of young girls, uh, drugs, doing drugs, sex videos, and corrupt business dealings, while those people, Get promoted to the White House and their family? Nah. Mm-mm. Nope. All right. The media's not even hiding, by the way, anymore, the fact that they wanted this story to go away. They don't find the president's son, the big guy, the Jim Biden story, the bank records, the Chinese Communist Party, the Moscow mayor, the Burisma deal, the Zolachevsky deal. They don't see any of this stuff interesting at all. And they're not even hiding it anymore. I'm going to get to that in a second. One of the biggest clowns I've ever seen in the media be clowning herself on camera. The Atlantic's and Applebaum. You may have seen this, but there's another angle to this you may have missed. And hat tip, Jack Posobic for finding it. My friends at We The People Holsters just sent me an amazing package full of their latest gear because they're running a promo. I got one of their shirts on now. You like it? I wear their tees all the time. This promo's for my show. This month only. When you go to WeThePeopleHolsters.com slash Dan, you can get 25% off with the offer code Dan25. I now have their Freedom Holster, which is incredible. It has over 2,500 different configurations. Their full-grain leather independence holster I showed you on the show last week. The quality is unbelievable. Their belts, I have enough of their patriotic tees to last me a month. This is a destination for patriotic Americans who want to support a great American company that means it when they say Made in America. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan right now and start shopping. Get an additional 25% off with the offer code Dan25. That's a huge savings. This offer isn't available anywhere except wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a full refund. The quality is through the roof, and they look darn good too. wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. We, the people, holsters.com slash Dan go today. Use offer code Dan 25 for 25% off. We, the people, holsters.com slash Dan. All right. Thank you. We, the people back to the program. So the media again, they're not folks. I can't tell you this enough. I've said it over the past few weeks and months. They're not embarrassed at all that they interfered in and rigged the 2020 election by hiding the biggest political scandal of all time involving Joe James, and Hunter Biden. They don't care. How do you know they don't care, Dan? Because they say they don't care. Here's the Atlantic, a left-wing rag. Here's Ann Applebaum, a disgraceful human being. She's at a little conference there at uh, University of Chicago, I think it was. And she's with uh, David Axelrod, former uh, Obama flunky. And a brilliant student gets up and asks a very serious question hey, uh, you guys squashed the Hunter Biden story. Now that it's confirmed, you know, you may want to look into that again, right? Nah, and Applebaum's like, nah, we don't care. Here, listen to her say it herself. I'm Daniel Schmidt. I'm a freshman at the University of Chicago. My question is for Ms. Applebaum. Um, So in 2020, you wrote, those who live outside the Fox News bubble do not, of course, need to learn any of the stuff about Hunter Biden, referring to his laptop, of course. Uh, A poll later after that found that if voters knew about the content of the laptop, 16% of Joe Biden voters would have acted differently. Now, of course, we know a few weeks ago, the New York Times confirmed that the content is real. Do you think the media acted inappropriately when they instantly dismissed uh, Hunter Biden's laptop as Russian disinformation? And what can we learn from that in ensuring that what we label as disinformation is truly disinformation and not reality?
2: I mean, my,
3: my problem with Hunter Biden's laptop is, I think, totally irrelevant. I mean, it's not whether it's disinformation or I mean, I don't think the Hunter Biden's um, business relationships have anything to do with who should be president of the United States. So. I didn't find I don't find it to be interesting. I mean that that would be my problem with the, that as a, as a major
1: news story. These people are worthy of nothing but your contempt. I have told you repeatedly they are hacks, they are goons, they are losers. They are the most ignorant, malicious dopes on planet Earth. So disgraceful Ann Applebaum, who by the way should be fired if the Atlantic has any dignity at all, I, I'm not telling you what to do. I don't read your outlet anyway, and there's no way I would read The Atlantic. I only read it to laugh. They would fire her tomorrow to try to preserve their own dignity. Because here's this loser, just a, a blue check mark, prominent journalist out there. She was, it's weird. Joe, she says she's not concerned about it. Basically, she's not interested. It's the president's family, you know, That doesn't have anything to do with it. Joe Biden's family. So, Really? Hat tip, Jack Posobiec, who picked out these gems. Here was the same loser in October of 2019 about another president's family. 2019, Joe, who was the president then? Was it Biden? No, it was Trump, right? Yeah, just checking. Okay. Yeah, Uh, yeah, thank you for confirming. Here's Ann Applebaum, same one who doesn't care about the president's family now. She says, I'm getting tired of hearing about how corrupt Ukraine is. You know which is corrupt? The United States. We have a president who's using the White House to make money presidential children who are using their father's prestige to make money. You would swear this was about Hunter Biden. Yeah. But notice what the, uh, here's another one. Another tweet. This is why the president's son-in-law should be nowhere near the white house here. It's about Jared Kushner. March, 2017. Folks. Unbelievable. What's she talking about? Who is she talking about in the first three? She talking about the Biden family? So she doesn't care. She said she doesn't care because she cared a lot about Jared Kushner in 2017. Who does she care about? Who is she talking about? I thought she didn't care. She seems quite confused. She's confusing all of us. Supposedly a journalist. <sighs> it's just frustrating, man. It really is. You expect these people to do a damn job. You have one job, one And by the way, remember those uh, Intel officials who wrote the letter indicating it was Russian disinformation? Well, here you go. Here's another Washington Examiner, Jerry Dunleavy update on that. A lot of them are suspiciously staying silent now. Some of them are even doubling down what Hunter Biden Intel letter signees are doing now. Listen, some of them are staying silent because they're probably, uh, they know they're caught and they don't want to dig themselves deeper into the hole saying the laptop was Russian disinformation. Here's something even more interesting. Some of them are doubling down, but here's something even worse than that. Some of them are back in the government, including David Buckley, a former CIA inspector general, who's now working on the January 6th committee. He's a totally nonpartisan guy, I'm sure. Jeremy Bash, another signator, was appointed by the Democratic chairman of the House Armed Services Committee last week to the Afghanistan War Commission. You know, man, it's just it really you got this Ann Applebaum pretending to be a journalist out there downplaying the Hunter Biden scandal. Yeah. Tweeting about the importance of presidential family corruption and uh, U.S. corruption here can't do her job right. You got a bunch of former intel people who went on the record with a documented lie that this looked like Russian disinformation when they had no evidence to indicate that at all. And they're right back working in the government. Tell me again how the swamp is all fake and phony. It's all in our heads. There's no swamp. There's no swamp. The only people saying there's no swamp are swamp rats who benefit from the swamp themselves, cashing their swampy money. Okay, the left has no ability to self-reflect at all. They will not course correct until what do I always tell you, quoting Michael Anton, until real material losses are imposed upon them. They lose power. They lose money. They lose influence. None of that's happened. They will not stop. They will double down and not self-reflect. Here, there's a national uproar about the sexualizing of kindergartners in school. Parents are furious. School boards are being Uh, Our our school board positions are being won by conservatives all over the country. Governorship of Virginia changed from Democrat to Republican. You think they'd sit back and say, what's going wrong? Nope. Here's Javier (laughs) Baccaria, otherwise known as Javier Becerra, the HHS secretary in front of Congress yesterday, uh, indicating to Congresswoman Lauren Boebert that yes, the HHS supports genital mutilation for children. Yeah. 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 They do. They do. They're not hiding it. They're not, just like Ann Applebaum wasn't hiding that, you know, they're going to hide the Hunter Biden story here. Check this out.
2: So, for the record, you favor HHS's funding being able for to, for sex reassignment for surgeries on minors.
1: I will do everything I can to defend any American, including children, whether or not they fit the categories you have mentioned or not, and if they talk about gender affirming care, I am there to protect the rights of any American. You're talking about permanently altering via a, in some cases, hard to reverse surgical procedure, mutilating the genitals of children who haven't even fully formed their brain structures yet and their adult personalities. And taxpayer, he said it right. This is just disgusting. And you're telling me again, no, 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 they'll fix themselves before 2022. No, they won't. No, they won't. Bad enough that parents choose to do this to their kids before they can make adult decisions. But yes, Javier Baccaria from HHS wants you to pay for it too. This is how far we've descended down the madness rabbit hole. And you would think right after a couple days of this uproar, weeks I should say, Disney, the formerly family-friendly company, now one of the most anti-family companies in all of America, you would think, right, that Disney would say, listen, this isn't working out, man. Parents are in an uproar. Disney boycotts are, are popping up everywhere. Protests outside our headquarters. This is really not working out well for us. You'd think they would do a little U-turn, a little dipsy do, maybe a 180. Yeah, you'd be wrong. Here's Breitbart, Simon Kent. Disney names Hillary Clinton campaign deputy communications director as the lead spokesperson. <laughs> Christina Shockey, yeah, yeah, Disney doubling down. They're like, double-barreled middle finger, folks. There you go. You don't like it? Well, hire Hillary's person to make you like it. Well, we're doubling down, too, and this is the good news. This is one of those chest-out, chin-up moments. Good for you, Ohio Republicans. Daily Wire story being a newsletter. Ohio Republicans introduced Florida-like parental rights bill. You know, by the way... So all these really, really red states out there, and you know who I'm talking about, the red state governors, not the people. You don't need a lecture. The uh, Spencer Cox, Utah governors of the world, Tucker slammed him last night. Why aren't you seeing legislation like this across the country? Tucker point made a good point last night. Why is it that places like Ohio, which lean Republican, and Florida, which lean Republican, aren't solidly Republican, why are they leading the way? It's great that they are. I live here. But why aren't you leading the way? Red state governors, I thought you were red states supporting kids and parents' rights. Why are you leaving it up to Ohio and Florida? Parents have the right to determine what's taught to their kids, especially in kindergarten. You're not sexualizing our kids without and and forcing us to pay for it all right, let me uh. Let me move on. Again, from the devs, this is just quick. This is almost like a comic relief moment, how embarrassing it's got. And none of it's funny. I just, it's really difficult for me to digest all this stuff at once. Here's Jen Psaki yesterday, Peter Ducey from Fox. No ability to self reflect at all. The Biden administration gets busted providing free cell phones to illegal immigrants in this country. You now get a ride, you get a free cell phone. What else you get? You get a vacation to Aruba, maybe Belize? you take a pill and a visa? I don't know. Uh, seriously, this is just, uh, this is quite a deal. You're really like, don't you think, Joe, you're really like a sucker to enter the country legally? Total sucker. Yeah. Why would you do that? I admire the fact that you do, but uh, just from uh, being a rational maximizer, taking the economics approach, why would you do that? You enter illegally, you get a free phone, a free ride, potentially a portfolio of benefits in the end. Why would you wait on a line to come in legally? Biden administration likes it that way. You think Saki would be a little embarrassed. Nope, nope. Like, hey, it's a great idea. Here, check this out.
2: Our team in Texas is uh, saying that you guys are starting to give smartphones to border crossers, hoping that they'll use the phones to check in or uh, to be tracked. Uh, Which part of that is supposed to deter people from crossing illegally into the states? Well, I I think you of all people, since you've asked me a range of questions on this topic over time, would recognize that we need to take steps to ensure that we know where individuals are and we can can check in with them.
1: (laughs) We can check in. This is hilarious! You just broke the law coming into the United States. They give you a phone, and you think these people—the the ones that we need to be concerned about—right? The I mean, the ones who are committing additional criminality after committing the crime of entering the country illegally. Right? You think they're going to commit a crime and leave the phone on? That <laughs> <laughs> shit, right? You said it right. Here, here. Here's that Lego, Lego Saki with the clown fact checkers behind her. Thank had to Key for that one. She's so right. She's so smug about it. Yeah, of course. I'll check it. What if uh, someone enters the country illegally, breaks our law? First thing they do. And let's say it's not everyone, obviously, but there's a good percentage that will engage in additional criminality. Sex trafficking. other stuff. Just to be clear, you think they're going to check in on phone? Hey, I'm in the middle of a sex crime with a child. Just checking in. These are the morons we've got to deal with. I mean, you want to talk about tier one, grade A level morons, stamped grade A. By the way, just a quick personal note. My wife was talking to some, I'm not going to say where or who, but this is not one of those stories you tell for the sake of effect. I, I don't do that. My wife was telling me last night that someone she knows that indicated that some of the people with these phones are here where we live in our county. And that one of them said to the one, another person that my wife spoke to that, oh, yeah, yeah, we just shut the signal off. <laughs> just shut the phone down. <laughs> I mean, it's really not that hard or leave it somewhere or give it to someone else. But no, that's not happening, Jen. You have anecdotes of this happening? You need an anecdote why a potential potential bad guy who broke the law wouldn't want to check in with you? What an idiot this woman is. By the way, how is it that she's still there? She has already publicly acknowledged she's in negotiation with a left-leaning rag outlet, MSNBC. Who is she speaking on behalf of, MSNBC or the American people? She's the American people's press secretary, whether you agree with her or not. You pay her. She's in negotiations with a crazed left-wing lunatic outlet, and she's still speaking? All legit, folks. All on the up and up, right? Sure. Sure. All right, let me get to my next story. You know, they're praying, being that they rigged the 2020 election through the media, big tech, social media, all of it. They're praying that they're going to be able to do that again in 2022. Now, they can't do it without censorship. They need censorship. They have to shut you up. Remember, the component of gaslighting that matters most is lying to people, but the most important component is isolating them from the truth. You can't have them see the truth, okay? New York Post article. This is a must read by the great Rachel Bovard, who's fantastic. Follow her on social media. She's amazing. She points out, did you know this story? How black lives matter, how they weaponize social media censorship. Now, there's a limited, probably 1% of my audience that's still maybe less that believes big tech aren't liberal goons, Soviet style propagandists because they are a fake book being one of the worst. So she has an amazing story here. I have two screenshots from it. I want you to read it. The New York Post, you know the story about BLM co-founder Patrice Colors and all the BLM homes they bought, these million dollar homes. Well, they note that a year ago, the New York Post reported on this, the purchase of four other multi-million dollar high-end homes by BLM co-founder Patrice Colors. Remember she said she was a Marxist? From each according to their abilities to each according to their means? Man, she must have some ability. Four multi-million dollar homes. <laughs> the story described the homes no differently than it would any other celebrity home purchase. The story in the New York Post. All the information contained in the article was gleaned from public records, including the photos. No addresses were listed. Well, what happened? The story was censored because of personal information, which is really weird because when it's personal information about Donald Trump's tax returns or Melania Trump's secretly recorded phone calls, nobody seems to care. As Rachel Bovard notes in the story. Well, why was the story censored? She says, quote, now we know why. Buried in New York Magazine's reporting on this is a little nugget, quote, other conversations on the BLM security hub chat show efforts to monitor social media for negative mentions of BLM with members using their influence with the platforms to have such remarks removed. Tell me again how we live in a free, fair and open society where big tech people. Yes, yes. It's just there's no censorship of conservatives. So if you're BLM and there's a negative story, use your influence with fake book to have the story pulled down, even though it indicates potential corruption. But if you're a conservative, any bizarre conspiracy theory about you appearing in a pee tape or whatever, however laughable, that's free to permeate. Matter of fact, to be magnified by social media. Yeah, it's all fair, folks. All on the up and up, I'm sure. <sighs> Speaking of which, pee tapes and others. You know, that was all a Hillary Clinton operation, obviously. I just want to keep you updated briefly on the case against Michael Sussman. Sussman is a lawyer connected to both the Hillary campaign and the DNC. He is going, He is being prosecuted criminally right now in a case called the United States versus Michael A. Sussman. There was another Durham filing, John Durham filing, April six. So yeah, yesterday, I want to make sure I get the dates right. I'm losing track of times. Filed yesterday. Here, I want you to pay very close attention to a filing in this why I'm mentioning Hillary Clinton here. The government similarly served one or more grand jury subpoenas covering records involving the same or similar subject matters to the DNC, HFA, Law Firm 1, Tech Executive 1, goes on and on and on. The DNC, HFA, and Law Firm 1 and the aforementioned companies have made productions of documents with accompanying privilege laws. All right, what the hell does that mean? You like read a bunch of legalistic mumbo jumbo. Who's HFA? You guys know? Who's HFA? Uh, that's Hillary for America, folks. <laughs> so, again, you're asking me if I'm optimistic. Is there going to be prosecutions of Hillary and her team? The answer is no, I'm not optimistic at all. But I'm not going to fail to report on this because of my lack of optimism and disappointment in the DOJ. Michael Sussman's case, this lawyer associated with the Clinton team, is clearly evolving into other things. If it results in prosecutions for the thousandth time, I'm not optimistic. But you can no longer deny the fact that Hillary and her team are under investigation. It says it right there. They've already made productions of documents with accompanying privilege logs. They've been subpoenaed. Why would you subpoena Hillary for America and put the evidence in the record if you weren't interested in the evidence in the record? Whether it goes anywhere, I don't know. I don't know. I am extremely pessimistic that once this thing gets serious, especially against Hillary, who is about as connected as Biden is, that they're going to find a reason to make it all go away. But it's right there. HFA, you just have to read it. Again, we can't say it, you know, we can't, you can't have, I get this a lot. Oh, I'm done with this. Nothing's going to happen. Well, something is happening. So I encourage you not to be done with it. If nothing happens later then we get upset and we can vote different get these people out and we can we can try. I mean it's the best we can do. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up on this. They want us to give up. As Joe said in the beginning of the show. The moveon.org man that's exactly what they want. Okay, quick programming note. Then I'm going to, to get to the crazy. I want to get to the craziest story. And I I have to be candid with you. I'm having a hard time interpreting what the hell happened here myself. It's a story about the secret service. Apparently some Fake law enforcement officers, some free access to an apartment in D.C., Jill Biden's detail. I'm having a hard time untangling this thing myself. I got that coming up. And then also on my show this weekend, Unfiltered, I've got Dr. Peter McCullough again, who has been a truth teller about some of the downsides, the dramatic downsides to this vaccine on what I promise is going to be an explosive segment. Set your DVR now, Saturday at 9 p.m. And I've got a killer opening monologue asking a serious question. Is the left evil now? Not just bad politics, the evil. I think I'm going to make a pretty compelling case. Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, unfiltered. Please set your DVR if you can't make it. Again, I'm putting this out there in advance. This is one of the craziest stories I have heard in a very long time. As you know, I disclosure, you probably all know already, but just to be clear, I was a member of the Secret Service. No one, and I mean, no one has contacted me about this story at all. Um, I would love to tell you, hey, I got some inside info. So I'm reading it like you're reading it, but it is for sure crazy. Daily Mail, it is in the newsletter today, longest headlines ever. Jill Biden's, Jill Biden's, the first lady, Secret Service detail is infiltrated by two fake Homeland Security agents. What? Who showered security personnel with gifts including $40,000 a year penthouse and a $2,000 assault rifle. So these two guys' names who apparently were impersonating Homeland Security uh, agents, according to the allegations, are Aryan, Tyarzadi, and Haider Ali. They were taken into custody for allegedly posing as fake Homeland Security officers. Here's where the story gets just crazy. Their goal Was apparently to ingratiate themselves with the Secret Service, but no one's there. People are unclear as to the motive. They say since 2020, the documents allege they supplied Secret Service agents with rent free luxury apartments, high end electronics, and policing equipment. In one instance, Tayer Zadi even allegedly offered a member of the First Lady's detail. A uh, a $2,000 assault rifle. Man, the hell's on that assault rifle? And in another, they supplied an agent with a penthouse apartment valued at more than $40,000 a year. Four members of the Secret Service have now been placed on leave as the investigation continues. Okay. First, these are obviously allegations. You know, good, bad, or indifferent. We respect the law and the process, so put that out there first. But having been a member of the Secret Service myself, There are very, very, very strict guidelines on gifts, very strict guidelines on what you're allowed to accept. And I can tell you right now, you're allowed to accept almost nothing. Um, There are certain things you can take so as to not cause an international incident, but it's very, very limited. Sometimes foreign heads of state, in other words, will come over with expensive stuff to give to the protection details. You're not allowed to accept that. But like little trinkets and stuff, yeah, you know, you don't want to cause a big international incident. You get it? A $40,000 apartment, eh, I'm pretty sure that falls outside the guidelines <laughs> if the allegations are true. Here's the other big question. What's the motive? Don't jump the conclusions on it because we don't know that. We don't know what the motive was. Was the motive to gather information? I have a big note of that because there'd be a lot of valuable information there the schedule, the schedule of the first lady, the schedule of the, uh, the president. Was it an information gathering operation? Because there's some indications these two guys had the apartment under surveillance, the apartment building. I'll say one last time, I don't want to jump to any conclusions because I I have a little, having worked in law enforcement my whole life, There's these, you ever hear the term buffs? <laughs> if you haven't, you law enforcement officers are probably laughing right now, you know exactly where I'm going with this. There are a lot of people uh, who out there who, for some reason, can't be cops. They have a felony on their record. They're not in good enough shape. Um, whatever. They didn't pass the test. You know. They want to be cut. People like it. They saw Starsky and Hutch. TJ Hooker growing up, although I'm aging myself, I don't even know what the new stuff is. Key's like, what the hell is Starsky and Hutch? <laughs> right? <laughs> he has no idea. Joe's like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. TJ Hooker even before Hawaii five Oh, and they want to be cops. You know, they, they saw a couple of Tom Cruise movies or whatever, and they can't. So what they do is they pal around with cops and, you know, they'll maybe, you know, get a fake badge and they'll put a red light in their car. They're called buffs. Like they're, we would joke, they're buffing out. They're trying to like live this dream. Was that this case? I don't know that. Uh, unfortunately I'm leaning towards, no, this could be something more nefarious. But I don't want you to eliminate the buff factor because, believe me, it's more common than you think. When I get info on that story, I have nothing from the inside of that at all. I'm not going to spin your wheels on it. Everybody's been super quiet about it. When I get something, I'll tell you. All right, a couple other quick stories I want to knock out before we go today. And I got Rand Paul on the radio show today later, too, if you want to check that out. You know, I did my uh, monologue in the opening of Unfiltered, my Fox show last week on how society's breaking down into the haves and have nots. And the haves and have-nots are not, it's not money-based. It's always access-based. If you are a have, you have access. You have access to power, to positions, to the Justice Department. Hillary and Hunter Biden were haves. Well, this other class of haves is emerging. They're influential Democratic donors, like people who right now are, you know, graduate level holders or professional degree holders who largely vote Democrat. They're the haves. They get access to special benefits you don't have. Do you read the story about Biden extending the debt moratorium again in the Wall Street Journal? Again. So keep in mind, this benefits the well-off. If you're a working-class HVAC repairman, you're a carpenter, you're installing sheetrock for a living, you're busting your ass for a living. You you haven't gone to college, doesn't mean you're making a good living, but you didn't want to go to college. Perfectly fair. Fine, fair decision. A lot of them are a waste of money anyway. You realize you're working installing HVACs to pay off your wealthy neighbor's kids' college loan? And even worse, the richer they get, the more they benefit? Here, the extension, there's now a, you still don't have to pay back your student loans. It's been extended again. The moratorium, no interest either. The extension will mostly benefit those who need it the least, higher earners with graduate degrees. New estimates indicate a new lawyer who's already received $30,000 of debt cancellation due to interest cancellation during the pandemic and higher than expected inflation. You know, inflation benefits debtors because the value of what you owe goes down. Graduate degree holders have much more debt and their loans carry higher interest rates. They benefit most from the government forbearance. A recent master's degree recipient has received an average of $13,500 in relief. Three to four times more than someone who completed a bachelor's or associate's degree. Man, are you getting screwed? Kind of sucks to be in the haves not have-nots, doesn't it? HVAC guy, carpenter, busting your ass, hands are sore, working 12-hour days, get ahead, feed your family, and then your tax dollars as they're confiscated go to pay off your rich neighbor's kid who's a lawyer right now. How does that sound? How did that make you feel? You still think they have the capacity for self-reflection, Democrats? The only thing they have the capacity for is the double-barreled middle finger, family-friendly version for you. Pay your own freaking bills. How does that sound? Want to go to college? Great. I went to college three times. Got a bachelor's degree. I got an MBA and I got a master's degree. Great, great. Am I smarter than you? No. But I paid it myself with my money. You don't owe me a dime for that. Pay your own freaking bills. All right, last story. Do you see this crazy UFO story, guys? This is like freaky deaky doo. Yeah. There's this UFOs. Apparently, a government report was just unleashed upon the American population. How did Tucker's been covering it? He always does. I saw it on Jesse, too. It's about the side effects. These are, by the way, these are like military people who've, who've uh, come into encounters with unidentified flying objects. About the medical side effects from their encounters with these UFOs. Yeah. This is an official government report. They had a guy on Tucker Carlson last night talking about how these side effects may be the result of coming into a counter with an advanced technology. This is crazy stuff. Check this out.
0: Look, the bottom line is if I've never seen a microwave oven before and let's say I didn't know how to use it and I happen to put my hand or or unfortunately, let's say my head too close to a microwave oven when it's when it's being turned on. Chances are there's going to be some sort of, of negative biological consequence. Same holds true if I go to, a, let's say, an average airport. I just took a 737 today. And if I'm in the cockpit or I'm in the in the aircraft, there's no real threat. But if I stand behind the engine when the engine is, you know, firing up, chances are I'm going to get burned. I'm going to lose my hearing. There are medical consequences. The question is, is it deliberate is it uh, a product of the technology yes. uh, or is it a product of something else and we think right now and again let me just preface preliminarily speaking it it's probably just a consequence of the advanced technology
1: sounds like kind of a crazy story to me they have documented health side effects from people who've encountered encountered potentially advanced technology kind of sounds like something i'd want to know about yeah How are we just hearing about this now I'll follow up on that story too. Big show today, folks. Thanks for tuning in and everything. Don't miss my Fox show again, Saturday night, 9 p.m. We got a loaded show for you. Dr. McCullough back, talking about this damn vaccine. More information coming out. Set your DVRs now. See you on the radio show. Oh, oh, questions. Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot again. Submit your questions for tomorrow's show. On True Social, I'm at D. Bongino. I'll put questions for tomorrow's podcast. And on Locals, You go to the Locals, download the Locals app. I'm at D. Bongino there, too. It'll say the same questions for tomorrow's podcast. Submit them tonight. You'll get to them. See you tomorrow. You
0: just heard Dan Bongino.